You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to True Crime Reality with host Kaylin Miller Keys. Things are about to get real. Let's talk about Todd and Julie Chrisley, reality stars known for their humor, southern hospitality, and very wealthy lifestyle. While we watch their fame and fortune grow exponentially on their TV show, the world is witnessing the downfall of a family accused of financial crimes. From tax evasion to bank fraud to a hefty jail sentence. When it comes to Chris Lee Knows Best, the question is, does he? Kaylin Miller Keys investigates on True Crime Reality. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the True Crime Reality Podcast. I'm your host, Kaylin Miller Keys, and this week we are talking about the Chrisleys along with everyone else. So, Todd Chrisley and Julie Chrisley were sentenced collectively to 19 years of prison for bank fraud, for defrauding the IRS. Um, there are a couple things going on here, and it is a pretty crazy story. So we are bringing in a celebrity expert and an attorney to talk about this craziness. I personally do not understand how this could happen, how people, $30 million in fraudulent loans. So we are going to dive into all of that. My very first guest is Sam Rubin. And Sam, can you tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Sure. I'm the entertainment reporter uh, in Los Angeles for the KTLA Morning News and have been for, for quite some time. And I do entertainment reports uh, all around the world, uh, Australia and England, a lot of places. So I've, I've been steeped in this stuff for quite some time. So you're pretty familiar with the Chrisleys and, and the show? Yeah, I have met Todd on several occasions and a couple of the kids. So uh, oh, I've, uh, I've seen them on TV and I've experienced them in person. Yeah. Can, for those of us who haven't watched, I've never watched the show, but I am familiar with who they are. Can you just explain the family for us? Well, it is called Chrisley Knows Best. And the idea is obviously a parody off the title Father Knows Best. So so here's the dad who thinks he's in control, but of course, he's really not in control at all. And, you know, a wealthy, wealthy family. And, you know, his wife and his kids kind of roll their eyes and listen 
uh, and he is sort of ex exasperated. But um, I think, it, you know, I tell you what, it, it is hard to succeed in reality TV. And they they really did. So there's the original show, uh, Chris Lee Knows Best, which has run for a very long time, I believe 10 years or more, and then uh, several spinoffs. So it was all going so well until it wasn't. But basically, it's a family reality show where a dad's kind of trying to lay down the law. Nobody else is really listening. And it's under the patina of, of a lot of wealth. They are very well to do. And you mentioned that it's been so successful. What is it about this family, do you think, that people are so drawn to? I, I tell you what, I think, I, I, you know, the Kardashians are the best example, I suppose. Everybody loves family because one way or another, we're all part of the family. And everybody or many people have experienced kind of the know-it-all dad or the know-it-all relative. And, you know, we listen with one ear open. So we kind of pay attention and we kind of don't pay attention. And I, I think people enjoyed the dynamic of uh, him trying to corral his kids. And he also had this sort of larger than life personality, you know, the, the twang. Um, and, you know, I, I, I think he he's not the most masculine of men. So there was sort of the twang. There was sort of like, what's really going on with this marriage? Um and, uh, and, and very telegenic kids, very pretty daughters. Hmm. Um, well, for those of us who haven't watched, I, m me being one of those people, everyone is talking about this story, whether you've seen the show before or you haven't. Everyone is talking about this sentencing because it seems kind of crazy. Uh, just going off of Teresa Judice and her sentencing, I know that these are a little bit different, but... Can you just tell me like brief thoughts on what sure. do you think about all this? I, I think the whole thing was surprising to people because it came rather suddenly. I was not aware that there were tremendous financial uh, problems or improprieties. And I was not aware that there was this, you know, tax evasion and uh, bank fraud and other charges leveled against them. And I think uh, you know, and, and this is kind of my business to be aware. So I think the fact of the matter is, here's this family that's been on TV for, for years and years and years. They seem extraordinarily successful. And then all of a sudden, we're nearing the end of this trial. And potentially, and now as it turns out, you know, they could go to jail for a long time and pay a lot of fines. And so I think one reason people were surprised by this is because there wasn't a lot of run up to it that we were aware of. They had done a very good job of kind of keeping the whole thing quiet. Often, you know, you'll hear about the charges. This is certainly the case. Jen Shaw and the Royal Housewives in Salt Lake City. Mm -hmm. We, you know, heard all about that. It was actually part of the show. Um, this, all their, I think it's fair to say, all their bad acts were never uh, realized on the show. I, I, I think fans were not aware of it at all. So it's pretty surprising that somebody watch on TV, you know, every single week for a long, long time, whoops, dad's going to jail and mom is too. It, it's really startling. Yeah. And for a long time, I, I'm, I'm shocked by the sentencing. It seems like there isn't a lot of accountability being had on their part. And, and maybe I'm wrong in this, but it seems like, you know, one of the quotes from this podcast was uh, bad things happen to good people, but it, I feel like I, we would all respect them a lot more if they just said, yes, we did this horrible thing. We are being punished, you know, whether they think it should be less or longer. But it, it doesn't seem like there is accountability with it. 
you know, a, a dilemma. And I think I, I don't want to uh, paint everybody with the same broad brush, but I think one dilemma, particularly with the very wealthy, is, gee, we pay a lot of taxes. So and I'm now making these numbers up. So, you know, maybe we fudged on the half million that we should have paid, but we already paid 300,000. That's more than most people pay. You know, we pay a lot more taxes than anyone else pays. So why should anybody begrudge us if we used a little creative accounting to pay less? Um, so, and, and, you know, the, I think I think people don't, don't see it that way. You know, the, the idea is, you know, you make $50,000, and you pay five thousand. That's ten percent of your income. That's that's a lot of tax. If these guys make five million dollars, and they pay five hundred thousand dollars, you know that they brought the, the tax rates actually higher. They should pay more. Um, I think there's sort of a tabloid story of sorts uh, that they've not discussed. I don't think they've acknowledged any of this. Is that potentially a male romantic partner uh, for Todd sort of turned them in, uh, mm. essentially, you know, sort of a scorned lover. Mm. Um, and so they may feel that the the source of all of this kind of came from a bad way. Like, you know, we there was somebody in our lives and, you know, we we disassociated ourselves. And now they're that person's punishing us by doing this. You know, the, the one thing that reverberates is, you know, uh, Al Capone is the first who could tell you, you know, the IRS, the Internal Revenue Serious Service is serious and you know, you don't want to break the law in any circumstance, but you really don't want to break the law with them, nor with banking regulators. Right. And I, I can imagine, you know, that is horrible that someone turned them in. But also the IRS is smart and they do have all these resources. Like I think eventually they would have gotten caught. Yeah. I, I mean, you, you you can't you know, I think a lot of people are very creative with their taxes. I think that mm -hmm. that is probably an American phenomenon. But I think if you're if you're blatant about it and you not only um, misbehave with regards to the IRS, but you misbehave with banks and the two sort of find out about each other. It's like, wait, he ripped you off. He ripped us off too. Or the family did, you know, that's a bad thing. And one thing, I mean, this is, I, I'm not trying to give excuses, but maybe as a point, I think he was successful and wealthy before television. Mm -hmm. But what generally happens with TV is when you start, it's not very much money, but to be 10 years in with all these spinoffs, they were printing money. So, you know, you have a comfortable income and then all of a sudden it doubles or triples or quadruples uh, very quickly. And, you know, somebody suggests, well, maybe you can do this or maybe you can do this, and, you know, may or may not be kosher. And probably there are people who've done the same thing who haven't gotten caught. These guys did. Yeah. And it, it makes me think about Erica Jane, Jen Shaw, now the Chrisleys. I don't know if people were doing this before they gained this fame, but it seems like to me, if I were to be doing something illegal, I wouldn't go on a show that then I would have millions of eyeballs on me and suddenly I could be caught as, as they all have. Yeah, no, you, you bring up, uh, Kaylin, that, that's a very, very good point. This whole idea of, you know, hiding in plain sight, uh, you know, because all these cameras are on me, because all these people are watching me, I would never do anything wrong. You know, I'm I'm incredibly visible. Well, um, you have three examples, uh, and people claim you know various uh, degrees of innocence. Um, and you know, just to use Erica Jane as an example, with Erica Jane, there are real victims who were truly cheated and who you know 
horrible stories of money they needed that was diverted, you know, so she could buy jewelry. Mm-hmm. Was she aware that, you know, this plane crash victim's family didn't get the money they should have gotten because she got a necklace? I, I don't know the answer to that, but I think she she gets no sympathy at all because you see the, the, the negative result. I think Jen Shaw, the same thing. There were like people where money was taken mm-hmm. in a weird way. And maybe this is an American phenomenon. You know, I think a lot of people might think you can't rank these things, but you know, the Chrisley, it's a little less bad. I mean, it was just, you know, the IRS and, you know, some rich bank. It's not like they mm-hmm. took it from some little old lady or something. Obviously uh, legal experts would say otherwise, you know, if you break the law, you break the law, but not a victimless crime, but, but uh, victims that people aren't as sympathetic about. So that that's what distinguishes this uh, to some degree. Right. And I am interested to see, so they got 19 years total between the two of them, just to see what the sentencing will be for Jen Shaw and for Erica Jane, if she is, you know, sentenced at all, just because I agree, I think people want to screw the government and screw the IRS. And so they're a little bit more empathetic towards the Chrisleys, maybe not fully empathetic, but more understanding than these other two situations. So it'll be interesting to see. No, I tell you what, a lot of people will be watching. And then one thing that's funny is that I think depending on, you know, your satellite system, they immediately canceled new production of their shows. And there was a mm. spinoff with the kids that I think is off the air. But I, much to my surprise, I think the original Chris Lee Knows Best, of which there's a huge number of episodes, I think some of those are still running, which sort of stuns me. Uh, you know, I would think they would immediately yank everything off the air and maybe that will come uh, once jail starts. But, you know, Teresa is an example of, of people shockingly survived this stuff that, that uh, we kind of live in this no shame um, culture that, you know, you can do bad things and it's, you know, still, I guess, okay. Yeah, it is shocking. And it, I feel like these stories are going to become more and more common. Um, And yeah, I mean, we've got two more at least to go through to figure out those sentencing, but I wanted to thank you so much and thank you for coming on, giving your insight. Where can people follow you and find you? Oh, thanks for asking. Uh, I'm on all the socials, Sam on TV, because when I started doing this, that was the big thing. But now, of course, it's cool to be on <laughs> Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. But mine is at Sam, S-A-M on TV. Perfect. Thank you so much, Sam. It's almost here. The Nick's anniversary sale starts this Thursday, May 9th at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of Nick's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. So mark your calendar this Thursday, May 9th for the NYX anniversary sale. Get 30% off all leak-proof underwear, shapewear, activewear, and more. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Don't miss this. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. 
In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And our next guest is Michelle. Michelle, thank you so much for joining us. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Thanks so much for having me. I am a divorce and trial lawyer in the Washington, D.C. area. Uh, I've had my own firm now for over 15 years, and I provide legal analysis on various cases, trial work, and things like that. Well, it's perfect for today. We are talking about the Chrisleys and... Between the two of them, they have 19 years in prison, and I think a lot of people are shocked by the sentencing. Were you shocked at all? Not necessarily, because this was such a significant um, crime. We're talking about $30 million upwards um, that was at issue. I think they weren't able to prove all of that. Um, but the depth of the crime, the, the tangled web, if you will, um, of this crime, it, it did not surprise me at all. And quite frankly, um, the sentence came out within the sentencing guidelines, so that's what I would have expected. So this is typical, 19 years. Is it, do you usually see less or more or is this pretty much the average? Well, it's, remember, it's 12 years for Mr. Chrisley and about seven years or so for Ms. Chrisley. So it's a combined 19 years. Um, but it, it's basically, it's, it's, judges have discretion, but in federal court, they have federal sentencing guidelines. And essentially the courts plug in the, um, the crimes into sort of a grid to determine what that scale should be and what that range is. And a lot of times to avoid being challenged, 
the, the courts will fall within that realm, within that range. I'm just confused by this. Like the more <laughs> I understand this case, the more I am just dumbfounded. What, I mean, we're just, you know, trying to get inside their brains now, but what was their, like, wh what did they think would happen? Did, would they, were they intending on paying it back? Do we, I don't know. This is just very confusing. <laughs> So I, I absolutely agree with you. It's like, first of all, one of the first things we tell your clients is stay off social media. And here these two went on TV, not just social media, <laughs> knowing that most likely that they hadn't paid taxes, that there were some um, untoward behaviors going on in the background and bragging about all of their, their lifestyle, their cost of living, how much money they spend. I think in one episode, uh, Mr. Chrisley said, that they spent about $300,000 per year on clothes. Like you don't do that. And at the same time, oh, the IRS money, moving money around, falsifying documents to entities. Like it's just, it makes no sense. But I think what happens is people think that they are above the law. When you become rich, you become famous. You think that the laws do not apply to you and that you're going to just float through with impunity. But we've seen enough of these cases where you would think they would have known that they'd get caught at some point, but that's, they didn't. So, and they're still, I think, proclaiming their innocence. So it's, it's really interesting. Yeah. That's what I was about to ask you. If this is common um, because I, I'm a little frustrated that not that I'm involved in this case at all, but that they're not taking accountability, Yeah. which I guess maybe from a lawyer standpoint, you would advise them not to, because that's an admission of guilt. Well, I probably would have advised them to stop talking, right? Like they just, <laughs> they then went on, I, I think Ms. Chrisley went on her daughter's podcast to talk about mm -hmm. what happened prior to the sentencing. Like, no, 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 no. So that that would be the first piece of advice is just to stop. But people, they they just, they believe they're innocent, I suppose. And they are, that's their story. They're going to stick to it. And also in this case, you're going to see an appeal. So they're preparing most likely for an appeal. And that's why they're probably going to continue proclaiming their innocence on the hope and expectation that they ultimately get off and that the, the decision's yeah. overturned. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. So do you think it just boils down to greed at the end of the day? Yeah, I, I, I do. <laughs> I mean, that is, it's, it's amazing what people do, um, for money and for the fame and the power and the lifestyle. Uh, when people have significant wealth, it's like you can afford to pay your taxes. Just pay them, you know, just pay your taxes. Try to, there are loopholes sometimes that people utilize, of course, but try to stay within the realm of reason to avoid being in this situation. But again, when egos get involved and people's, you know, self perception becomes inflated they literally believe that the law does not apply to them. And that is what we've seen in this case. And and I feel like this is going to become more and more common as we've seen it ha have already. Um, we just talked about this previously, but there's Jen Shaw, there's Erica Jane. These people are going on television, they're exposing their lives, and then they're put under this microscope where then maybe they wouldn't be found out, maybe in Jen Shaw's case, maybe in Erica Jane's case, but it does seem like it's becoming more common. They want the fame, they want the money, and they also want to do these illegal things. Yeah, yeah, it, it is a common theme. And the problem is, as we all now live in this life, we live under a bubble, we're all on video almost at all times. You know, you have every social media platform there is. There's not much that people can do with all those outlets that is going to not be exposed. 
right, at some point. So it's really weird how people still think that they can escape and slip through when so many people are watching and so many people are involved. When you have a case like this where you've got tax fraud and bank fraud and wire fraud, um, tax evasion, there's a lot of people involved, accountants, CPAs, bookkeepers. Do you really believe that all of these people are going to either lie for you and risk their own liberties or keep hush-hush as to what they know? No, someone's going to, to disclose this. So the, the higher up you go in terms of publicity and fame, the more really above board it seems like you need to be. We well, should be above board all the time, but it, it really doesn't make sense when you have the public eye. It's almost here. The NYX anniversary sale starts this Thursday, May 9th at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. So mark your calendar this Thursday, May 9th for the NYX anniversary sale. Get 30% off all leak-proof underwear, shapewear, activewear, and more. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Don't miss this. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. She's breathing right now? Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top 
of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you think that in these three cases, the Chris Lee specifically, do you think because so many people have eyes on this case that the judge would be harsher? Do you think it doesn't matter? There are times, I think we've seen that, where the court may utilize um, a celebrity or someone with influence to sort of make a point or drive the point home. Um, so that's a possibility. I don't see that having happened in this particular case. Um, the rulings, the sentences were within guidelines, as I understand them to be federal sentencing guidelines, and they were not at the highest end. It's from what I understand, it, it wasn't the maximum amount that was given. Um, so I don't think that that was the case here. But you do see that at, at sometimes that the courts will make an example out of someone with great influence. And their accountant, too, um, they got three years. Do you think that was fair? You know, it. It depends on the role that each person played. The accountant is a, a key figure when you're talking about financial crimes, white collar crimes, um, tax evasion, um, and fraud. So to the extent that he participated on some level or even participated by omission, let's say, or you know, following the instructions, there's culpability there. And yes, that's that's what we saw with him being sentenced as well. I thought he would get more time, personally. <laughs> you thought he should have gotten more time? Yeah, but I also don't know a lot in this case. That's just yeah. like, you know, reading headlines, which can be misleading at times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a hard one. I mean, he, if he was just following orders and had some sort of explanation as to why he did what he did, you know, then maybe the the bulk of it falls on the, the key actors here, which are the, the Chrisleys. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, I, I can definitely see your point, too. And I guess my last question for you, again, just because I'm so shocked by this case, do you see this often where people take out loans, maybe not of this amount where they never intend to pay them back? Yeah, I mean, I think that the the concept of taking out money, taking a loan, filing for bankruptcy, that is a frequent um, occurrence in our society. So the issue becomes whether you had that intent, right? Like whether you were intending to not pay it back at the time that you applied for the loan. Did you falsify your financial records in order to obtain the loan? Those are sort of the issues that you know vary from person to person. But does it happen that people take out loans and don't pay them back? Yes, there are many bankruptcy lawyers who have a lot of business <laughs> for that reason. Uh, but when we get into the fraudulent aspects of it, you know, that's when it becomes a little more sticky. And to me, again, not knowing anything, it seems like. It, they weren't intending to pay it back simply because they were defrauding banks. And I don't know, oh, yeah. it's, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, on this one, I think it was pretty clear that there was some intent yeah. to not necessarily pay the you know millions and millions back yeah. uh, based upon all the circumstances. So, um, and you know why they would again, go on television and broadcast their lifestyle and wealth, because that's really what happened here is, is that I think whoever was, within the IRS, the government said their lifestyle is not adding up to what they're reporting and mm -hmm. what they're paying and something's off here. Had they not been on television 
bragging about it, this may not have ever even come to light. Right. So basically they should have hired you as their attorney, <laughs> probably from the get-go <laughs> and they would have been in a less sticky situation. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy. This one is really interesting. Yeah. It is mind boggling. Well, thank you for coming on and where can people follow you? Where can they find you? Sure. You can find me on Instagram at Michelle C Thomas ESQ for amazing tips, inspiration, and inf legal information. You can find me on, online, www.thomaslawdc.com, particularly if you're in the DC, uh, Washington, DC metro area. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So I think the lesson we learned here, one, don't commit a crime. Don't commit crimes against the IRS. Don't try to defraud banks. But also don't go on reality television where then you will be exposed even further. I wanted to thank our guests again for coming on to this special episode. Thank you so much for listening and be sure to follow us on Instagram at True Crime Reality. Until next time. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.